0: Welcome in heckling fandom. It is Ryan and JJ. You know, uh, some people actually have to work for a living. So at noon on a weekday, they can't just podcast. So it's time for garbage time. Welcome Tennessee in to Garbage basketball. Time
1: Fantasy Football. What'd you say? I said I will say we have the best intro.
0: Yes, it doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's it's usually pretty magical.
1: How you doing tonight, Ryan? Good, good. You know, unfortunately I had to work all day, so I couldn't just be hopping on at noon, one o'clock. Yep. Yeah. Doing like doing podcasts. Must be nice. Some of us are hardworking Americans while others
0: slack, but you know, here we are uh before we get into anything uh joe will be mad at me if i didn't announce that uh we do have our contest going on and there are four things that you need to do and one of them is like this video the other is comment that you're part of the heckling fandom uh subscribe and there's one more thing and i don't remember what it is they have you doing too many things but yeah like subscribe comment and uh, if you do those things, I'll, I'll enter you in the contest because I'm a good guy. Um, so Ryan and I were talking about this before the show, and we decided that, you know, during these game preview episodes, we talk about the injury reports anyways. So, you know, we're going to go ahead and we're going to skip the news like the Rebels that we are,
1: and we're going to get right into the game preview. Anything before we do that, Ryan? No, I love jumping right into it. Get straight to the good stuff, you know. swing it.
0: So, if you couldn't tell from the title, uh, this is part one of part two this week. We're actually doing four episodes this week. So, Ryan and I will cover six or seven games tonight, and then tomorrow, Ryan and Ron will cover the second half of the games. So, let's go ahead and kick things off here with uh, tomorrow's Thursday night game. Washington Commanders visiting my Chicago Bears wearing their ugly orange uniforms. Uh Ryan, is there any Washington Commanders running back that you can trust in this game?
1: No, no. Um I'm I'm out on that running back room until I mean they talked about they're probably gonna have Gibbs Gibson like returning kits now. So I'm assuming that's gonna cut into his workload that he's getting in the batfield. Um so yeah, I don't I don't love any of them. It's tough for me especially as a Bears fan, watching them up
0: close, they have been gashed by the run a lot this year. So I really think that Washington should be able to capitalize in the run game versus the Bears. But the question is, who's going to do it? Do you roll the dice with Gibson? If you drafted him, he's probably at least in consideration for your flex. Um, So if you're in a pinch and you have DeAndre Swift, who's on a buy slash herd or you maybe need to start someone. I, I think if you have to, you could roll the dice with one of them. But it, like Ryan said, it's a big risk and it's a messy situation.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, I will say, I thought Brian Robinson got a lot more snaps than I expected last week.
0: Yeah. They said they said they were going to cap him at 20. I don't have the exact figures for how many he had. But
1: and even that, I was like, they're kind of smoke screening. Like, I don't think they're going to use him at all. But they definitely, um, Used them a bit. Let me see if I could pull up. Um, but as far as the the McKissick, I think is like there's nothing really there. It's way too crowded now. Um, yeah. Did, it doesn't say how many snaps, but he got 29 percent of the snaps. He had nine carries for 22 yards. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think McKissick had like two carries and five receptions. It's just a clustered mess. So,
1: um, well, and I mean, unfortunately for you, you've had the Bears that have been gashed by the passing game too, a couple of times. So it's, it, I mean, if the passing game's tearing it up and working, do they just kind of go that route? You know. Yep. Um,
0: and as far as the. Uh, the commander's pass catchers, um, they have already ruled out Jahan Dotson with a hamstring injury. He's not playing. Logan Thomas has also been ruled out with a calf injury and De'Ami Brown, who caught uh, had those two big plays and scores Sunday. He is questionable with a groin injury. So really Terry McLaurin is the only pass catcher that you're going to start if you have him in this one and uh, unlucky for him. Jalen Johnson is coming back for this one. So we'll see if he ends up shadowing him or what that's
1: going to look like, but, a somewhat I, tough matchup. I will say though, I've been I've been riding with Ker- Curtis Samuel in my flats a few days. Oh,
0: I always I like completely forgotten that Curtis Samuel's kind of broken out this year. So yes, he is absolutely vi- uh, viable as well.
1: Yeah. Um. But it's i I'm saying on that offense, it's basically those two guys.
0: Yep. And then Wentz, uh, he, Wentz is actually banged up as well. I think they may have taken him off the injury report, but, um, he has a banged up shoulder and he was, the beat writer said he was holding his shoulder in between throws at practice yesterday. So just keep an eye on that. The bears have been okay. Middle of the pack versus the pass. So that'll be interesting on the Bears' side of the ball. Um, if you have David Montgomery, you're starting him. Yep. Um, Mooney, the past couple weeks, has been catching the deep ball, um, and the Commander's Corners have given up a lot of big plays this year. So if you have a buy and Amon Ross St. Brown, or Devontae Adams, somebody out, I think Mooney is playable this week.
1: Yeah. he you uh, have the stones to do it. Like yeah, so I think it's risky, but like you said, he's he's been getting those deep balls. Last week, only two receptions, but it went for fifty-two yards. And before that, four for ninety. Yeah, he's getting like twenty-five yards per per catch the last two games. Yeah, he's cut bombs
0: in back-to-back games, so um keep an eye on him. And then, Komet has also been heating up. I would not start him yet, but he's starting to get more integrated. Started slow just like last year, and he's starting to heat up. And Fields as well uh, looked much better Sunday, so I wouldn't – well, I would start him. I am starting him in our <laughs> league, but I will not advise – Not strictly by choice, though. Well, I would not advise uh, Heckling fans to, to start him, but uh, just keep an eye out. He's uh, he's starting to heat up. I think the offense is starting to click a little bit, so maybe there will be some more fantasy viable players for the Bears. Well,
1: You know, you guys had a rough start to the season when you had San Fran, Green Bay, and Houston for that three-game stretch. But you have a little bit friendlier of of matchups coming up. I mean, Washington, then you'll have New England. Dallas will be rough. But once he starts getting those touchdowns, I think you'll really see his numbers go up. He's just got to get down there.
0: Yeah, I think think he'll score two or three times in this one, so – I'm rolling the dice on him in a league or two, but that's that's just me.
1: Is he is he a uh, your EFS sleepers? What is he a, is he a draft chains? Well, sleeper?
0: he he's really just a showdown option because he's playing Thursday night, but oh yeah. He was on the Sunday slate, I may play him. He's he's cheap, I'm sure. All right. Uh let's roll into the next game. 49ers visiting the Falcons. Um This seems like a dream matchup for the 49ers. What do you think about this one? Are they just going to feast on the uh, Falcons defense who recently traded away Dion Jones? What's this game going to look like?
1: Yeah. I mean, in this one, I think Debo obviously is a must start. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, he hasn't been spectacular this season, but I think in super flex leads, you'd probably confidently start him. Uh, Two of the ones that are kind of a struggle at the receiving end is, you know, Ayuk has kind of not been great this year. And Tittle coming back from injury has been, been a little bit less than oppressive. I think this could be a game where you see Tittle kind of break out a little bit. Um, so I would start him. You, usually if you have him, you're going to start him. But I think this is a game you might you might see that those breakout points.
0: I agree, and he's in my early uh, DFS lineup. I think he's 5,100 this week, but he just keeps going down and down. So, Welcome back, Edward Davis, our favorite Lion fan, one of the uh, the classic Highland fans. He has Swift and Jacobs out this week on bye. Naheem Hines probably not playing due to the concussion. I'm in trouble this week. Higher ceiling, Khalil Herbert or DJ Dallas? Oh, boy. Oof. Um, That's tough. Last week, the Bears really got away from the run early, and Herbert, I think, only had a couple carries. And Montgomery dominated the touches. Uh, and then DJ Dallas. I'm not sure what that split is going to look like for Seattle. You know, is it going to be Homer coming out first or DJ Dallas?
1: Looks like Dallas got the, the carry after uh, Penny went out. It, so, I would almost think that DJ Dallas is probably going to get a bigger workload. It just depends on what actually happens with it. It's really a, a coin flip. It's not as a big coin
0: flip. That's a thin waiver wire. It is. Well, they're probably on his team, but um, hey, look for uh in your league if nobody's added Deion Jackson. I would add Deion Jackson. He was very involved for the Colts, and uh, Jonathan Taylor logged another DNP today, so there's a good chance he doesn't play, and I would start yes. Deion Jackson over both of them. That could be a, a sneaky sneaky play this week to get you through.
1: Yeah, I like that. That's actually a good one. Um, so what do you think? For the, Are you out on Brandon Ayuk?
0: No, because, I mean, I, I wouldn't seek to play him, but if I had to play him in a flex, I, I think this – really could be a week that he has because some opportunity.
1: The
0: yeah, I think it's a decent matchup. Um, I mean, they should be able to throw on the Falcons. I know that the Falcons have Terrell, but they have too too many weapons. It's just a matter of time for IUK has one of the big games with his and big he's, plays. He's
1: definitely due for. He's due. He's very due. Um, and then, I mean, obviously, Jeff Wilson must start at this point. Um, 120 yards and a touchdown last week, so he he's coming off a killer game. Yeah, he's he's rolling hot. Uh, Shanahan said he'd ride
0: the hot hand. One thing to note: uh, Tyrion Davis Price was back at practice today. Oh, okay. So he could uh, be in the mix, but I don't see how they take it away from Wilson the way he's been running. But we'll see. It's going to be interesting when Elijah Mitchell comes back, and you got Wilson running well and Davis Price there. It's it could get. Be another Washington situation. Um, on the Falcon side, there's not a whole lot to talk about. Both Drake London and Kyle Pitts are banged up. Uh, what did did Pitts practice
1: today, or was he limited? Uh, I think I saw that he was limited. Um, yeah, that's what I thought. But even if he was playing, it's been a rough. I don't want to say I called it over the summer, but I did. I do believe I mentioned it a few times. You did. You were not uh, on the uh you were not on the hype train for Pitts. I uh I, I back-pedaled a little bit on the rankings episode, but before that, I was I was off the pits train. Um what about what about Mariota even? Are you interested in a super Futs lead or anything like that? I mean, we listen, some people gave up Keenan Allen for him.
0: Oh, some people. <laughs> some people. <laughs> no, I I don't want Mariota, especially versus San Fran, they've been completely nasty this year. I think they might even be the number one overall defense. They've been playing really well. They did lose their starting corner to a torn ACL, but I just they're playing really sound
1: right now, and it, Mariota has not been. so. And I think I'm out on Taylor, Tyler Algier on this one as well. Yeah, I wasn't that impressed with no. last
0: week. He should have been able to get going.
1: Yeah, so they gave him all the opportunities, and it just didn't work.
0: Yep. Uh, so that that's really it. If you have Pitts and he's active, you, you're you probably starting him. And you're probably going to get let down again. But that's just life as a Kyle Pitts owner these days. And Drake London, if he's active, he's could be a flex option. But it's not a great matchup again. It's probably boom or bust.
1: A little bit off topic here. What's your prediction? Do we get Mariota through the end of the season?
0: No, I think the Falcons are going to have to see Ritter with the quarterbacks are in this upcoming class. I think they're going to take a look at Ritter at some point, probably closer to the halfway point, I would say. Okay. It's, it's tough because Arthur Smith was Mariota's coach in Tennessee. So they kind of have a history. So he's probably a little more loyal to him than some others would be, but I do think at some point we see Ritter this year.
1: Well, that's a good point. Cause you know, like you said, you're going to want to look at the rookie you have. Um, Obviously, with I what was he a third round pick? Who
0: was who? Who was the third Ritter. round? pick? Yes, yes.
1: So they don't have a ton invested in him. So I mean, I don't think there's anything to prevent them going with a first rounder if they don't look with a, what they see. Said something to keep in mind: dynasty formats. If you have Ritter on your team, um, so yeah. I mean, I, I'm interested to see him if they roll him out. I don't think they have anything to lose at this point.
0: Agreed. All right. We did not pick the last game either. We've been we've been doing that oh, this year. So who yeah. do you got between commanders and bears?
1: Um I'm going to go I don't love it, but I'm no lean commanders. I just that oh, bears defense. I don't trust them, man. I think once might have one of his weird, really good games. All right, I'm
0: taking the Bears. No surprise. Though I, so I did pick the Vikings last week. All right. Uh who do you got? Forty ers Falcons. I got forty ers I assume. You're on the years, yeah. Same boat. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's uh let's get to a very interesting matchup here. Your Pats that kind of sh- shocked everyone last week when yeah. those classic jerseys, spanked and shut out the Lions. Yes. Uh, taking on the Browns in Cleveland. Browns two and a half point favorites. Uh, what do we think about Romany Stevenson? Wheels up, taking off here without Damian Harris in the picture.
1: Uh yeah, and it's it's looking like Damian Damian Harris I missed some time. Um, obviously, I think last week we saw a larger workload than what we'll see this week because he was literally the only other active running back on the team. Um, we'll probably see Pierre Strong activated for this game, but I definitely think he's a solid RB2 option coming into this game, especially with just the way the Pats game plan has been, especially if we're going to have uh, Zappy back in. Um, Matt Jones still isn't a full participant in practice. Uh, so, yeah, I'm bait on Stevenson this week. I'm also bait on Jacoby Myers. Um, he's been solid in PPR leads. I think he flies way under the radar. I think people don't – they just don't think about it. But I think he he he's a solid choice in, in PPR formats. Okay. Uh, so, Jacoby
0: and Ramondre is that it for the Patriots?
1: Yeah, maybe their field goal kicker. Hulk.
0: All right. Uh on the Brown side, obviously you start Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Amari Cooper, who has been a, a pleasant surprise this year, I have to say. A lot of people yeah. wrote him off on and nothing to do with him, but he's actually uh been know wide receiver two numbers pretty consistently. So touched
1: on last week, I think.
0: Yep. And I think that uh Njoku starting David Njoku, he's uh been one of the hotter tight ends in the league he's due for a touchdown
1: I think so I mean last week you saw you know the Patriots our offense isn't that great this season but our defense is is legit getting in the batfield um I think Brissett might have to make some quick passes some quick shutdowns and Najoku could be the guy to get those all right um that's it for this game. Did I miss anything in this one? No, you have covered everything I had written down. Um, I know this is going to be shocking. I'm taking the pats on this one. Just held the highest scoring offense to, to zero points. It's all rolling.
0: Yeah, this is a tough one. I'm taking the Patriots. Yeah. I uh, Yeah, I'll pick your team. Uh,
1: <laughs> You're a better friend than I am.
0: Yeah, I, I'll – I just think, uh, you know, Bill Belichick knows Jacoby Brissett better than anyone, and I think uh, he'll be able to shut him down. So, as long as they stop the run, I think the Patriots can win in a, a close one. So,
1: yeah, I um, think I think this has the makings for one of those weird, very low-scoring matchups where yeah. it's...
0: I just have no idea what's going to happen in that game. All right, moving on. Uh, we got the Jaguars and the Colts. Um, Jaguars coming off a really disappointing week five fantasy-wise across the board. Lawrence disappointed. Robinson disappointed. Christian Cook had one catch. Um, so are they going to rebound in Indy
1: this week? So this is one of I, – I might not be the first, but it's definitely one of the few rematches for this season. These teams played each other in week two. Um, Pittman I mean obvious starter Kirk torched the Colts last time they played yeah um, so I think he could be a solid a solid choice here even after two weeks of um of, of being down uh so I, I would be I'd be looking at him Zay Jones is tough he's been getting Eight plus targets the last like three out of four games, but just it hasn't been producing.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I can't bring myself to,
1: I, I think I'd be out. Play him anywhere. I think I would be out. Yeah. Um, what about, how do you feel about Alec Pierce?
0: I think he's definitely viable. Um, Ashton Doolin went on IR today. So I, uh, I think that just, Leaves more open for him. Yeah. Uh the last time these guys played, it was a, a 24-0 shutout for the Jaguars. I, I think the Colts are gonna score this game. I think they'll make some adjustments. They I didn't have
1: Pittman week two either, which yeah. I, I think if you have Pittman there, that's definitely gonna open up Alec Pierce a bit more. Yep. Um, so I don't I don't foresee another 24-0. Uh next up I had um where are you leaning, James Robinson or Travis Etienne? It kind of seems like Travis Etienne might be uh creeping into the, the starting job there. His PFF grade's been pretty solid. I want to say, like, top 10. Maybe not, but, it, I mean, it's been pretty good. Do you think he, he's starting to take over that role?
0: I think he's definitely getting more integrated, and I think it's definitely more of a split. Last week, it was 10-10 and 10 carries. Um and ETN outperformed Robinson. He had the 30-yard run. Um, so, I, I mean, as long as he keeps out playing him, I think he's going to earn that that shot. Are either, either
1: viable this week, you think? I,
0: I think so. Um, I think, you know, if you're in a pinch, you can play him as an RB2 or flex. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if the momentum shifts more now where ETN actually out- touches him or if it stays – kind of 50 50 mm-hmm. but uh yeah I, I think uh i think etienne is starting to heat up a little bit
1: then the the last two i had is so evan ingram i think i think as a i think he's viable um yep. top 15 tight end which isn't fantastic you know, who, you know who's not viable moally cops dan arnold yeah yeah that's true <laughs> remember wasn't evan ingram supposed to be riding the bench by now yeah It was, you know, we, we, two against the Colts, seven receptions for 46 yards. If it's, if you, if you punted on tight end a little bit, I don't think you need to ask for much more than that.
0: Nope. I actually love uh, Ingram and DFS this week. I think he's 3,500. I'm sorry. He's a pretty good bargain. I I agree. I think he's, he's definitely viable this week.
1: And Moelly Cots. He just had that one monster game versus Tennessee. I think that's never going to happen again. Yeah, I'm not
0: seeking any uh, Colts' tight end.
1: I don't want any part of it. Nope. Um, and I misspoke. Alec Pierce didn't struggle against the Jaguars. He didn't play against them. So. Yeah, it's a concussion. Yeah, a concussion so, game. So did they? Were they missing Pierce and Pittman? Yes. Well, that's there's our answer. So I def, I will. You know what? I'm gonna go Colts here. They don't have Pittman. they are gonna have Alec Pierce back. Um, I'm gonna go that way. I, I think that's changing my answer from what it was a day ago.
0: I agree. Um, I think it's a completely different ball game. We we didn't really talk about we talked about Jonathan Taylor earlier when I was talking to Edward, but he did not participate today and it's getting late in the week, and I, I really think there's a shot he misses in another game here. So I right
1: now if you took Jonathan Taylor one-one. It's it's the curse. No, uh,
0: what year was it? No, RB has repeated as RB one since I think it was like two thousand and seven. Adanian Tomlinson, something like that. Oh really? Um, so yeah, it just it just never never happens. Um, but now they have their two starting receivers and their starting running backs probably out. So uh, I like the Colts too. Got the momentum going last week in the dramatic win versus the uh, Broncos. So in that terrible game extra time to prep. I, I think they, uh, I think they steal this one. Totally agree. All right. Uh, onto a game I think a little more fun. Uh, Joe Burrow going back down to Louisiana where he was a star at LSU to play the saints. Uh, oh. Bengals, one and a half point favorites. Uh, what do you think about this game? Just starting your stars.
1: Yeah, I mean Higgins, Mitzin, Burrow, Chase. You gotta start all them. The um, one that I'm out on that I I see some people like Tyler Boyd. He had a huge game against the Jets, but it's been minimal since then. I don't think I trust that. Uh, Hayden Hurst. So he's had a touchdown the last two games. Yep. Uh, so if if you're looking at the tight end position, I don't think you can go around there. Alvin Kamara. You have to start him. One thing to watch is I Chris Olave and Michael Thomas. And Jarvis Landry, I think, are all on the injury report. Yeah, I don't think Michael Thomas is going to
0: play, and Olave is still in protocol. But they said he's feeling better. But that
1: was a hard shot, so I, I don't know. They could be without all those guys. And I don't. With the new protocol, I don't think anyone's really sure what that looks like right now. Like how long? How long is a concussion going to take at this point? With the new. New system they have set up. So, really, the Saints are going to be leaning on Kamara Kamara a lot. Uh, They're going to be missing a lot of their guys. Jameis Winston, I believe he's still on the injury report as well. Yeah, I
0: think they're thinking he may come back in this one. He's close. He's really close. So, it could be uh, Andy Dalton revenge game again versus the uh,
1: Bengals. And then I hate to do this to you, JJ. Is Taysom Hill viable for fantasy right now tight end eight obviously you can't bank on consistent production but clearly inside the red zone they figure out a way to get him in there at this point is it worth the risk to start him just because of what the upside is i
0: I really think he can um if you're a kamara owner you hate him because he vultures him on the goal line but if you look at the saint's stats he is their leading rusher um, and he has five rushing touchdowns this year. so if he qualifies as a tight end in your league and your format, he's absolutely viable with
1: uh, how bad the position's been
0: besides Kelsey and
1: Andrews and it'll be interesting to see how they use it do you do you think we see him taking some wide receiver work if olave Thomas and Landry if, are all
0: yeah if they're i mean if all those guys are out, I think he he really could finally start to catch some balls even though yeah. he's a tight end. He throws and rushes as a tight end, but he doesn't uh doesn't catch the ball.
1: So I'm very interested to see if those guys are out, what the Saints offense does. Um, regardless, I'm taking the Bengals on this one.
0: Yeah, I'm taking the Bengals too. Um another note, Marshawn Lattimore is uh banged up and there's a real chance he doesn't play in this one. So um, I really like uh Burrow and Chase in uh, both regular fantasy and DFS this week. I like did, for your mention. I
1: believe Higgins is still dealing with an ankle injury. Um, yeah, he is. That, Fantasy managers everywhere got burned this past week. Uh, I actually won in one of my leads because that person got burned. Um, I won still because I'm a lucky bastard and Gary Waller yeah. got hurt. <laughs> so definitely monitor that. I mean, what do you think the plan, like, what do you think they planned on him playing and then that first drive, he just fell off? And then, they said
0: they said he supposedly rerated his ankle injury within the first 10 plays that he played and then he came out so yeah, yeah keep an eye on it he's probably gonna be active and it uh it's after, a pain.
1: after last week if he is active do you still consider putting someone else in if you have someone that's in, in the same ballpark? If you have someone in the same ballpark, I would
0: consider it, but uh, so far uh, Mr. Higgins has been Yes.
1: Been problematic.
0: Yeah. So
1: we were all, all the we were all calling for a breakout year. He still had break.
0: some good games. He just needs to stay on the field. All right. Um, so we both picked it. Let's move on. Uh, next game, the Baltimore Ravens traveled to New Jersey to face the red-hot New York football Giants, fresh off their win in London versus the Packers. Uh, what's going on with the uh, Rons Giants?
1: Are they finally going to get a reality check this week versus the Ravens? Sorry, Ron. I definitely, yeah, I, I think so. Um, what they've done has been impressive. I was, I don't think I remember the last time I saw Danny Dime stats like I saw the past week. Um, but with the Ravens, I think you obviously start Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews. Uh, Duvernay, I think, is an interesting one. I think, I think he's, a, I think I would want to see uh Bateman's status monitor that going. If Rashad Bateman's out, I think Duvernay is viable as a flex play. Yep,
0: Bateman is questionable with a foot, so keep an eye on that. Um, yeah, with, with Bateman out versus uh, the Bengals, the offense kind of struggled, but you saw Duvernay be a huge part of the game plan, both uh, running and catching the ball.
1: And then J.J. Dobbins, I struggle. He goes from a 22-point game to a four-point game. Um, it just shows the inconsistency in that running court, especially when you have Lamar Jackson, that's your leading rusher. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I don't trust him. I, I, I could see why some people might, might be willing to risk it because of the red zone. The possible red zone work like he got two weeks ago but i think i'm out on jk dobbins for a little bit
0: it's tough um you can the giants can't be had by the run so i I think there's an opening there they just got to give him the volume that he needs to get rolling um but i think he's viable as a flex and uh low-end rb2 especially with uh the disastrous start that running backs have had this year so let me ask you this. Would you rather start JK Dobbins versus the Giants or Najee Harris versus the Bucks?
1: I was I was waiting until we got to that game to start to start whining about that. Honestly, I think I'd take Dobbins. I agree. Which I never like makes me upset to say that. Um, so that's what I have for the Ravens. Did I miss any Ravens players?
0: No, it's it's really the big two in in Jackson and Andrews and then and Bateman,
1: uh, and Dobbins, and for the Giants, really, it's kind of a short list. I have Saquon Barkley, um, Tony missed on Wednesday. I'm not I mean, playing. Him until he... I think if you're streaming tight end, I think Bellinger is a is possible. They have no one else to throw to. He put up ten points last week. Um I mean it wouldn't be my first choice or my second probably.
0: But I can confirm that uh, fellow podcast host Ron Seymour is starting him in uh winner winner this week. So right. and just to give a little call out just, just for Joe, because you know he he requested uh Joe in our our uh winner winner auction league, he uh he bought he kept Mark Andrews and then he bought Travis Kelsey as well.
1: So it was a bad decision, but he has
0: Kelsey and Andrews and in the draft, Ron Seymour was having a field day with it. Oh, nobody trade with Joe. Uh, You know, let him get stuck with both tight ends all year and come to find out he's behind the scenes trying to deal for both Andrews and Kelsey. So
1: calling you out, Ron, not good deals either.
0: no, no, you know, of all people, Joe's not going to take those deals.
1: What, Ron? Rigging the lead, so you get to keep the top three players for pennies wasn't enough? Yeah, exactly.
0: And Joe's, uh,
1: Joe's only kryptonite is Marcus Mariota. Otherwise, he's pretty stingy with trades. That's true. I don't know what happened. He must have. I don't know if Jamie threw something at him and it hit him in the head or what happened in, in that night. But I can't explain it. <laughs>
0: All right. So I, we're both taking the Ravens in this one. Yes. All right. Uh next game, we just brought up Bucks and Steelers. Uh so Bucks going into Pittsburgh are 8 point favorites. Um we saw the Steelers just get absolutely torched by the Bills. Is Brady and Godwin and Evans and crew just going to have an absolute field day with the Steelers.
1: Uh yeah, I think definitely. Um, I think Brady Godwin Evans Fournette. You gotta start all of them. Um, Brady had a rough start to the season. I think some people were like, "Father Time finally got him," but he's figuring it out. And this is a ideal matchup. Um, also, I think another one to keep an eye on as the season progresses is uh, is their rookie running back there that they've been integrating a little bit more into the offense. Um. Sure, Yeah, he. Uh, I don't. I don't think he's done enough yet to probably value a start. Although he he'll probably put up more points than Najee Harris in that offense. Um. So definitely something to keep an eye on, and for the Steelers, Harris. Unfortunately, like you have to, you probably don't have much about. Like I almost feel like you have to start him. Um, Pickens I think is viable. Deontay Johnson. I I think he's an option. He was targeted thirteen times last week. It's and just their offense is not clicking right now. No, the only five of those were completed. So I think it might be a rapport issue. Whether so, a question I have too. So if you're Najee Harris owner in Dynasty, <laughs> I was. What are you trying to do? Are you are you holding out?
0: Uh well I can speak frankly because uh, I traded him to you in Dynasty yeah. I just
1: uh, you didn't you weren't happy with yourself a couple weeks after that either but then it's, it's no I it was it
0: was it was Chad that wasn't that we had oh, a Chad yeah. and
1: that tried saying that uh, that
0: said it was lopsided and wanted to veto it I got Amari Cooper who right. has who has outscored <laughs> Najee by heavy margin this year and then All Ridley right, well. who I'll get back next year and then a first round pick. You don't
1: have to rub it in too much.
0: Um, but, I, I mean, the problem is right now he's cold as ice and you're not going to get a lot for him. So, And the Steelers have a lot of needs. They're not going to draft the running back high next year. I think you can hold him and uh, just hope that they kind of get the O-line playing better and he turns it around. But
1: That's why – I mean, he's young, so I I, I I agree. I think it's worth holding on to him. Uh, don't do what our lovely commissioner tried to get me to do, which was trade two first-round pits and Najee Harris for Kyler Murray. Don't do that. Jeez. That guy. <laughs> Dude, he just – he's a grumpy old man with his bad injury sitting on his couch just trying to rob people blind.
0: <laughs> he drank some spoiled milk. He's hallucinating. <laughs>
1: uh, then one more thing, Muth concussion protocol. I think it was – early in the game uh so keep an eye on that once again we don't really know with the new concussion protocol i mean two is going two has already been confirmed out so he, i mean that's what three weeks for him so it'll be three i mean granted that one was really bad but
0: yeah uh i don't think Fireman's gonna play so um again more opportunity for pickens and uh and Johnson Johnson has not scored a touchdown yet this year, so maybe this is the week he breaks the ice.
1: Because yeah. I think
0: there could be a good bit of garbage time in this one.
1: Yeah. Um, as and then the I forgot his name, but the butts tight end. I don't want anything to do with um, Brait. Ah, uh, just not sustainable. And then I'm I'm taking the butts here for sure.
0: Yes, hundred percent taking the bucks.
1: Probably their defense and DFS lineups. Um, They might be pretty pricey, though.
0: They are pricey. I think they're the most expensive one this week. Yeah, so. Or it might be the Rams. I can't remember.
1: Can we just talk about how bad the Rams are?
0: The Rams are averaging fewer points than the Chicago Bears. That should tell you all you need to know. Right.
1: Listen, Cooper Cup, you just have to do more.
0: Yeah, um, I guess to uh to touch on some news that I saw earlier, uh, Sean McVay said that the uh Rams have not made their final offer to OBJ yet, so yes, they're flirting with him and he could wind up back with the Rams. So, yeah, the Allen Robinson contract is looking real bad right now <laughs> for the Rams, real bad.
1: Well, you know what, and Allen Robinson's defense, he has gotten open several times. It's just not throwing to him. Um, one more little bit of piece of news. Uh, we we'll probably covered a little bit more in the next episode. Uh, obviously, we have to talk about Devontae Adams, uh, push the camera guy or the, the media guy or whatever. Um, they are on a five. <laughs> Hold on,
0: this, this seems like a troll. Hey, I'm 0 and 5 with Her- Herbie, so Justin Herbert. Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, Amon Ross St. Brown, Jamar Chase, Mark Andrews, recently traded for Waddle for Flex. Who should I trade and for who? I also have Ken Walker, Josh Jacobs, and Hawkinson on the bench. You're loaded, dude. Do you have a league of five people? Like yeah, I don't people? know how you're owing five, my man. I wish I was trolling. That's <laughs> shocking. That, that is, is shocking. Is- you have a you really good have-
1: team. He must be facing the highest scorer like every week. And you know, what? I would just hang tight. It's, it. There's still a lot of football left. It's got to turn around. A, B. You have Ken Walker, who you've
0: sat on, who now could be a league winner with Rashad Penny out for the season. And Jacobs has been a top five running back this year. Hawkinson has been a top five, top seven tight end. Andrews is obviously two. If you have Andrews, um, I, I would say trade him or Hawkinson. You're really deep at tight end, and you don't you don't need to if you have one of those guys. And that's obviously a position people are hurting in. So I would try and flip one of the tight ends for somebody big, like maybe maybe even like Andrews and Amon-Ra for like Justin Jefferson or Cooper Cup or somebody
1: huge like that. Um, I don't love Aaron Jones either, actually, especially if you have. Cook, Walker, and Jacobs, but that's just me. That, that offense has been down a little bit, but I mean, he's very likely he could easily turn it around, but.
0: Yeah. So, uh, and uh, he says, oh, it's an eight man league. Okay. Uh, he said, what would my new lineup be? Plug in Ken Walker, or Jacobs next week. I, I think you got to see what Ken Walker is going to do this week. He's playing the, the Cardinals, which is a decent matchup. Um, I'd put I think Jacobs he, over Aaron Jones, I think. Well, that's tough. But, I mean, how would he deny it right now, the way Jacobs is playing? um, I, I would uh, – you got to wait and see what Ken Walker would do, but I, I think you got to keep Jacobs in your lineup right now. But, yeah, man, I would try and trade one of those tight ends for sure. Yeah. forgot to mention I also have Najee. So that's probably a huge contributor to why you're on five. You've probably started him. Um, so yeah, we we're just talking about Najee, and he is. Uh, yeah, Jacobs has a buy this week, right? So I would um, uh, I would plug uh, I'd plug Walker in. I guess I'd have to know if this is a three wide receiver two. You're starting Herbert, Cook, Jones. Amon-Ra has a, a bye buy as well, so you're starting Jamar Chase, Waddle. Yeah, I'd put Ken Walker in the flex. And then if it's a three wide receiver, whatever third wide receiver you have on your bench. But yeah, I would try and move one of those tight ends is is my answer to your first question. Um, In for Waddle or Aaron Jones. Yeah,
1: I'd play Aaron Jones over Waddle this week. Yeah, so I'd say pull Waddle and put in uh Josh I mean uh Ken Walker. Yeah, Miami has their third string quarterback yep. going probably. Um I yeah. think it was confirmed that he's definitely he's definitely the guy this week.
0: So trade Andrews and Aaron Jones for one of those top guys. I would first try Hawkinson over Andrews, but yeah, you could definitely do that. You're deep at running back with uh with Cook and Jacobs and Ken Walker, so um, yeah, I do think you can do that. All right. Is that all our games right now?
1: Yeah, and then intense? I was just briefly touching on the Devontae Adams thing. Uh, a little bit of trouble. He is coming up on a bye week. I, I should have known that that meant Jacobs was on a bye week. Do you, Do we think a suspension happens? Do you think t- fantasy and the owners are going to lose him for two weeks? <sighs> the guy, <laughs> The guy is
0: uh... – really economically savvy I, I have to say I mean he got bumped on his butt but uh, I, I didn't think that the uh, trip to the hospital was warranted from what I saw
1: hey, listen I
0: I think I don't think it's going to happen immediately um it's a misdemeanor and I saw that the the court date is I think it was like November 10th it's in like a month so I don't think the NFL will do anything yet
1: Really, I I don't know. I think like since it was an NFL, like, yeah, they
0: like, saw it. That's the thing; they saw it. And it's like that is not. I'll
1: ideal. just say
0: it's no Ray Rice in the elevator type
1: no. clip, but uh, that was on national TV for a little while. Not a good look for Adams right now. Not not great. I don't, I, I don't think they're going to suspend him. Mike Evans got suspended a game for pushing a player. That's
0: true, but there was a history
1: there that that's also true, and that push was harder significantly um I don't know i I almost feel like he apologized i just i okay the i first think he's apology, gonna get away with
0: it because of star power
1: the first apology was because he's like oh he bumped into me so i i kinda i kinda bumped into or something but it's like I don't know I think the NFL might want to try to Send a message, um,
0: protect their cameraman, yep, just like they but, protect their quarterbacks,
1: yep. But, um, whether it's whether it's blown out of proportion or not is a story for a different time. Um, but hey, at least Devontae Adams did not bet on his own team to win.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, there's no bigger crime, honestly. <laughs> Poor Calvin Ridley sitting at home.
1: I love it. I know. I feel bad. I hey, I, I, I went and picked them up in a dynasty. I, i you know what, Calvin, I will wait for you. I am you Calvin, got a spot on my team,
0: Calvin. You can come to the Bears next year if you want.
1: How's that work for a contract? Is he like
0: he's still with the Falcons, so when he comes back, he'll still be on the Falcons. And uh, is this I'm your surely- count? I don't think they have to pay him. I think he it's without pay. It's
1: so like his three-year his year contract budget. just became like a four-year contract.
0: Yeah, I don't really know how that works. Or the suspension. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if it voids the full year. Or if it just gets pushed back, I would, I think it might void it. Cause everyone's when it initially happened said uh, it's cost him a lot of money. So I think he gets suspended without pay and the time in the contract continues on. But
1: Hmm. Hope it was a really good parlay.
0: Um, yeah.
1: All right, I think we covered, we crushed it.
0: We did crush it. We moved right
1: along. You're yes. uh, under 50 minutes. See how you and Ron do tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I think we agreed on everything, but your commanders and bears.
0: Yes. Yeah, you guys will have some harder ones tomorrow. I think, maybe not. Jets, the winning Jets versus the Packers.
1: The Packers losing to the Jets would actually make my day. That would be awesome. Usually I always were against the Jets, but that would just make it would just be amazing. Not to mention I've had Jordan Love sitting on my dynasty for a team for two years. So Yes. Yeah, something's gonna happen. Aaron, let's go. Time's up.
0: All right. That's it. Um, if it was next week, I would try and talk to you about UFC 280, but we'll uh, we'll hold off on that. It's uh, going to be a juggernaut of a card. Finally, it's been a lot of kind of shitty cards lately. But
1: I'm scared because it's almost too stacked. Like I'm waiting for something to go wrong. No, they got the back. They got Volk. They got Volk waiting, dude. So good. Can't wait. Real quick, who do you got? Who do you taking? Who's your early pick?
0: Uh. Olivera. Yes. Yep. All right. Ready to get out of here? Yep. With that, we're out. See you guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Well, they'll be back tomorrow. Peace.